Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, in from the storm on a Thursday morning. <laughs> I know we just dried Ned off. Uh, he was looking good, though. Um, when the uh, Supreme Court ruled on the NCAA, which is just blows my mind that it went that far, but it did, um, everyone was kind of, okay, well, these guys are going to make a lot of money. It really didn't have a lot to do with just, we're going to, we're going to pay you, Ned, to play basketball for MSU. It's it's not that simple. It's it's actually, it's, in my opinion, some things that needed to happen. But does that mean these athletes can now go for endorsements, stuff like that? Or it what? does. The ruling yesterday by the NCAA, and they really had to do it, they were backed into a corner, allows individuals now, individual athletes, starting today, July the 1st, and that's when the ruling had to come down because the NCAA was going to lose it anyway. But the NCAA said, yep, we will allow endorsements, autographs, appearances, uh, guest coaching, speeches, things of this nature. Yes, the athletes can be reimbursed for that. Does it mean they're going to be paid for playing? Well, only if you look at it in a rather obscure sense, yes, but not, uh, not for their actual performance. That may be coming. I think it's quite a while off yet, but that may be forthcoming. But this is a very big deal. This is a landmark deal. Because heretofore, uh, individuals, athletes who would go out and, and, and maybe get a reimbursement, that's illegal. That's an NCAA violation. You and your school are on probation and all that. Now that's not going to help happen because of this. Now it doesn't involve recruiting because recruiting is a different circumstance. But as far as the athlete going out and getting some extra money for, well, his picture being on a poster or a speech or something like that, yep, they can do that. Any teams currently on probation for any kind of violations like this oh, right now? Oh, heavens, yes. Arizona's so... on there. Texas Christian is on there and still awaiting judgment. We talked about this yesterday. The likes of LSU, Louisville, and the Jayhawks. Now it's legal. Do they still face punishment? They're, no, they're not involved in circumstances like this. They are involved with illegal payments to undercover organizations for steering athletes. For instance, a Nike or a Puma uh... or something like that. Coaches got illegal money for doing that, and that is against the rules. Okay, yes. Well, that's a totally different thing. So, well, it'll be interesting to see how this shakes up. I bet the uh, big money teams are going to have uh, no problem getting some good talent now. <laughs> forward. We'll just see if uh, that happens. Now, Stanley Cup Finals, USA versus Canada. Who's in the lead? USA. This is the Tampa Bay Lightning, but, of course, all the Tampa Bay players are Canadians or Europeans. They're a good team. They're the st- uh, defending Stanley Cup champions, and they knocked off Montreal again last night. 3-1 to one was the final. Both games in Florida. Now the series, starting tomorrow night, moves to Montreal. Uh, whether or not that makes a difference, I don't know, in all honesty, how much of a difference home ice makes. Of course, you're in your own surroundings. That will, in fact, be a help. But uh, the Tampa Bay team is very good. You're not a defending champion and a a perennial power in the National Hockey League without having some kind of backing for what you do and good players. They are good, and they lead the Canadians 2-0. This is the Canadians' first time. This is the New York Yankees of hockey, the Montreal Canadiens. Lazab, they're the marquee team. This is their first time in the finals in 28 years. That's pretty good. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning is quick, though, man. They are very, very hard to stop. Uh, last but not least, uh, earlier this week, he called him their, his dark horse. <laughs> and uh, I should have listened to him this time and actually put some money because then I would have won something. Mississippi State 
The champions, aren't they? And without any question, they ran Vanderbilt out of the ballpark last night in Omaha, nine to nothing. This is a really good Mississippi State team. My reason for calling them a dark horse, they really weren't a dark horse at all. They were a legitimate candidate to win the thing. This is their 12th time, 12th time in the College Baseball World Series. What a great program they have down there. We mentioned some of the great players in Major League Baseball who are Mississippi State grads, Will Clark, Raphael Palmero, uh, Jonathan Papelbon, uh, a current Cardinal, Dakota Hudson. That just names a few. There are a whole slew of them, but never have won. They never had won until last night. You knew that time was forthcoming. Vanderbilt had won it. Vanderbilt's a great program, also has produced any number of major league ball players. But last night and this series, as best of three, was Mississippi State's 9-0. They are the new National College Baseball Champions. Murphy's Law, like you said, eventually it's going to happen. So, you know, if the St. Louis Cardinals played the Arizona Diamondbacks every day, they'd be in first place right now, wouldn't they? The season would be over by <laughs> April. <laughs> but... Uh, unfortunately, they cannot play the Diamondbacks every single day, can they? No, and as a matter of fact, their series with the Diamondbacks is done for this year. They played them They played them out in Arizona three games. Cardinals actually did lose one out there. But as far as the season series, served five out of six from this team, which is really poor. Mike, this is just not a good... In fact, I've gone on record as saying they're not even a major league team. They're more a triple-A and maybe even a double-A team. I dare say, and I'm not being facetious and not being flip. I think the Springfield Cardinals would probably give this team a, a pretty good little battle back and forth. Arizona would probably win, but hey, they're, they're not a major league ball club. Cardinals beat them yesterday 7-4. You look at the risp, and that's a key in any box score. Your runners in scoring position, oh, it is horrendous for this team. They were 0 for 10. This is Arizona. 0 for 10 on Monday, 1 for 10 on Tuesday, and they were, I think, 1 for 14 Ooh. yesterday. This is putting runners in scoring position. Oh. You can't get them home. Well, that's just inexcusable. Anyway, Cardinals win, sweep the series, and now move to within one game of the 500 mark. That's a key. Yesterday's game was number 81. That is the literal halfway point of the season. From here, you're into your second 81, and this is where the stretch run starts, in a way. Now, like the media likes to talk about the stretch run being September on, and for the contending teams it is. But for those teams that are eight games out, like the Cardinals are right now, you better start right now. Oh, they got to start winning, especially especially since we're at the point we are in the season. Speaking of which, the Kansas City Royals don't have a great time on the West Coast. Then they go to the East Coast and don't have a good time either. Even a worse time. They have lost eight in a row. Kansas City has lost eight games in a row, and it isn't their offense. They can play. They out-hit the Boston Red Sox in last night's game, lose it 6-2. to two. Uh, the Bo Sox, another very good team. And the Kansas City Royals with eight straight losses for the month of June. This has been a lost June for the Royals. Seven wins, 20 losses. And as a result now, they have dropped out of any kind of challenging position. I still think this is a good team. Not a great team, but a good one. And I want to see how they come back now because they are very young and they have some good, hopefully motivated players. I like Mike Matheny as a manager. If anybody's going to get them started, I think he can. Let's let's find out. But yeah, Kansas City has to start. They play the Red Sox again this afternoon. Well, hopefully they can get a dub. They need it big time. Uh, speaking of dubs, the Phoenix Suns put it to bed. Their first trip to the NBA Finals in almost 30 years. 1993 was the last time. You know who was on that 1993 team? 
Charles Barkley. Oh, I remember well. I remember playing NBA Jam with him on uh, Charles Barkley. No contest last night, 130-103 to over the Los Angeles Clippers. The Clippers played this series without Kawhi Leonard, and, and that really did hurt them. But nonetheless, the Phoenix Suns are a very good basketball team. <laughs> How about 36-year-old Chris Paul finally, I guess, telling Jake from State Farm to, hey, cool off a little. I'm going to play some basketball here. I mean, they're on State Farm commercials all the time to throw that commercial in there, but he scored 41. And Paul, who's a one-time Wake Forest All-America, can play the game. He was a leader last night. He also survived a really poor sportsmanship-like play that many may have not seen. But here's Phoenix running away with the game in Los Angeles. And Patrick Beverly, of all people, walks past him as they're going to a timeout, turns around, and suckers pushes him in the back, shoves him, and there's nothing fake about it. He two-handed shoved the guy right to the right to the floor. It's ejected, as he should have been. Patrick Beverly played his college basketball down the road at Arkansas. Oh, gosh. that's <laughs> Anyway, series over, and now the Phoenix Suns into the NBA Finals against either Atlanta or Milwaukee. And it'll be interesting to see how that shakes down, because it seems like the Suns have got the healthiest team left right now. But we'll see, Ned. You have a great day. Stay dry, my man. I'll see you tomorrow.